You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 29. On today's episode, I'm chatting with my friend Christine Bluba about all things copy. We're chatting about some juicy topics like how to speak to your ideal client, even if you haven't worked with anyone yet, why niching down is a must, how to have a killer Instagram bio, how to write copy so your audience feels like you're reading their minds, and how to ask for those testimonials so you can get more dream clients. Christine is a conversion copywriter for online service providers who want to sell out launches and sign more clients with copy that turns readers into raving fans and prospects into happily paying customers. There's so much goodness in this episode, you guys, so be sure to be taking notes and show Christine some love on Instagram as well. Let's dig into it. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Today I have Christine Bluba on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast and I've known Christine, I think I met you in the spring because you did some work for me which was absolutely amazing and you were one of the first people that came to my mind when I thought of um, copywriters because I know how important it is to have excellent copy in your business. So you helped me a ton and so I'm so happy that you are on the podcast. Thanks, Lindsay. Yeah, I'm super happy to be here. And um, yeah, I'm glad to be here chatting with everybody about writing copy. Um, Like Lindsay mentioned, I'm a copywriter uh, and I work with a lot of coaches and other online service providers, really just to help them express their messages in a way that connects deeply with their most ideal clients so that they can make the selling process just simpler, um, you know, and welcome those people they really want to work with into their programs and packages. I always like to start at the beginning and I love to hear people's um, journey, how they made it into this space because we don't have any history books telling us how to do any of this. So we're like flying in the wild, wild west. So everybody's story is so interesting. Would you mind sharing your story, how you got to be where you are now? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's definitely was not a straight line. Um, I have a background in health and wellness so for many years, I thought that I would be a dietitian or a nutritionist. That's what I went to college for. And 
uh, after I graduated, I came across a health coach training program and was like, this is it. This is what I want to, like, I want to pursue this. And in that program, I started to learn about online business because that was part of the curriculum. And I got super interested, kind of obsessed really, uh, mm-hmm. with learning about online marketing and things. And I was using all of that to grow my wellness business, um, which eventually I tra- I shifted out of Uh, because I was having some of my own health struggles and I was really unable to be there for other people as I was healing myself. So I decided to kind of give up my wellness business. And for a little while, I really didn't know what I was going to do. It was a, a very challenging time actually, because a lot of my identity was wrapped up in you know, I'm a health and wellness professional. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I didn't have that anymore, it was, it was a scary time. But during that time, I had some people reach out to me sort of randomly asking for my help with writing. And it was a couple of friends who have online businesses. And um, that sort of sparked an idea for me because I've always been a writer. And in the past, I never really thought that it was like a viable profession. I didn't really know what copywriting was uh, pre, you know, growing up and things like that. It's not really something that's on those tests you take in high school, like what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I, you know, that, that didn't come to mind. So uh, when I was working with these friends of mine on these projects, it was like, okay, you know, these people are really smart. They have successful businesses, but they need help with writing. Like it's just not coming naturally for them. So maybe other people need this as well. Um, So (laughs) I actually just kind of randomly started talking about writing for business, marketing and stuff on my Instagram profile. I changed my, um, my bio to say, you know, copywriting, whatever. And people started reaching out to me and that's kind of how the copywriting (laughs) career was born. Uh, Once I realized that there was such a huge need, I spent a lot of time just honing my skill, learning as much as I could and continuing to take on as many clients as I could to get the experience. And that was about three years ago. So um, since then, I've been able to write for some really awesome businesses and entrepreneurs. Um, I ended up spending a year writing sales copy for the health coaching school that I went to to get my certification. Um, And I've been able to help people get like really awesome results. And I love that I am able to use kind of my skills and my innate talents to you know, help people earn an income doing something that they really love mm-hmm. and creating these businesses online. I think it's, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I love how so many of us have started in the health and wellness coaching business. That's like our baby step. That's such a common denominator for some reason. Like, I think that was the easy way to get in years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm a health coach. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you kind of find your way. But And I love how you just like decided one day I'm a copywriter and you switched it. And then it all came to you. Like once you were open to um, who you were and like, then everything started coming to you because you you found your spot, you found your spot. I love that. Um, So my audience is primarily coaches or um, client-based businesses. Mm -hmm. And 
one of the things that I don't necessarily teach in my programs or anything like that, I have recommendations on like books to read to help them build on the skills is writing good copy. And I see that that is one of the biggest things that holds people back. Um, so what are the things that you, what, you, what are the struggles that when people come to you um, that they're finding when it comes to their sales pages or landing pages, what are like, you, you could just, you just know what they're going to say when they come to you. What are those things? Yeah. Um, I think that what a lot of people struggle with is even if you are a good writer, copywriting is different than really any other kind of writing. Um, and I think that that makes it easier to learn and, um, you know, because when you're trying to write in like an academic setting, there's lots of rules, there's lots of, you know, you have to do it this way. Whereas with copywriting, it's a conversation. Um, so if you can speak, you can write copy, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that uh, the big struggles that people have are around making it a conversation, uh, really focusing it on speaking directly to their most ideal client, as opposed to just what they think sounds good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's really the first step to copywriting in general is like knowing exactly who you're speaking to and being able to speak in their language, like language that they are going to recognize and feel connected to. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a big struggle. And then also, I think one of the things that people tend to struggle with as well is kind of putting their, their own personality into copy and not sounding just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, I think in the coaching world, especially, you know, you can go to the pages of several different people and a lot of times the copy sounds pretty much the same. Uh, so I think, you know, giving it that uniqueness and, you know, using specific examples, things like that, it's something that's very learnable, but I think that without practice and instruction, people struggle with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think, um, especially when you're just starting the, it's a, a big struggle to not speak the way you're speaking, but speak the way they are speaking. Mm -hmm. um, so then they'll come and say, well, I don't really know who my ideal client or my student is in the first place. So then they're just feeling really stuck. Do you have any tips for that? Yes. So basically you want to, you, you have to do the work to get clear on who it is that you really want to serve. And I know that that like niching is a scary thing for a lot of people because they feel like it's going to, they're going to miss out on clients because mm -hmm. they're excluding people. Um, you know, when people are just starting out, like you don't want to exclude anyone because you, you want to get all those clients. But in the end, when you, this is a common saying in marketing, but you know, if you try to speak to everyone, you end up speaking to no one. No one will resonate with your message if you're trying to speak to everybody. So it's about figuring out who it is that you would most love to work with. It may be some version of you, you know, like a few years ago, mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe you've had a client that you've worked with and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this person. And so you want to think about like, who have I worked with or who would I love to work with that I would love to clone and have like a hundred of in my programs? Like that is your most ideal client. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really just being courageous enough to choose that person and then speak to them with your copy. 
So as a copywriter, you have to have all of these things in your head. And I, that just amazes me that like when you wrote um, sales copy for me, I wanted to buy my program. It's <laughs> a good job. Um, how do you, Thank how you. is that? That's, that's a skill that probably just has to be sharpened all the time. Um, and it, that's not something that we all have to have as coaches, the, the magnitude that you have. But just starting with um, using their language is a great thing. Um, I always say, like, just go pretend you're um, yourself three years ago and start Googling. Uh, or if you could go back into your Google history, what were you searching for? Like the mm -hmm. question you were asking. Um, mm -hmm. It's hard to take a step back like, and say, I want to niche down. Because when I go to your site, it says calling all coaches, wellness, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven service providers. Like you, this is your audience. Um, coaches are probably a huge part of your audience because you do a really good job with that. Um, so when you started, were you pretty broad or did it t just take working with different entrepreneurs to know who you like to work with? Yeah. So when I first started, I did not declare a niche in my marketing, but I was attracting primarily coaches slash people in wellness. I think because like if you, at the time when I did first start, all of the things about if you googled me everything was like wellness health and wellness um, and I just sort of started naturally attracting those people and as I went along I was like you know what I, I toyed around with the idea of different niches um, but then I was like you know what I'm gonna stick with what I know having been a coach you know worked as a coach for three years having been in the in health and wellness for a decade I know those things so well that when I work with those clients, I feel at ease. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to try to like figure out all these things that I don't know. Um, and I knew that I could get those people really great results. And I typically enjoy people who have that sort of like, you know, heart centered. So they say focus mm -hmm. and are doing what they do because they're super passionate about it. I love people like that. And so it has made sense for me to choose to focus in that, in that area. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so that's something else to think about. It's like, just who do you really connect with and who do you really love uh, to talk with and what kind of topic or problem do you know that you can help people get results around? Because that's really what is going to make your business shine is you feeling passionate about who you're serving and the people that you're helping getting really great results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it will definitely come through when I think that's why we um, connected so well um, at the beginning of this year is because I have a heart center business and that was a big thing for me. And I always kept you in the back of my mind. I think we had followed each other for a long time on Instagram, but you're so clear with what you do. And that's really important for coaches to know. You also have to be clear with what you do. Um, and when people feel like, okay, like my students, when they're just starting, they really struggle with the smaller things like, well, what should I call myself on Instagram? Like, so I can catch people on there. Do you have any tips for Instagram profile copy? Sure. So what I would do recommend is in that sort of like opening headline, put a, a searchable term. So like if you went to my Instagram profile, it says copywriter and copy mentor. And I've had so many people tell me that they found me because they searched copywriter mm -hmm. in Instagram. So whatever it is that you do, you know, weight loss coach or, um, you know, messaging coach or whatever the sort of title that you do give yourself, put that in the opening headline as opposed to your name. 
Mm. Um, and then just make it very clear. So, you know, something that I teach people is like your, your one liner. I help X Mm -hmm. with Y so they can Z, um, include that very concisely and clearly in your bio. So people know exactly who you help and what you do for them. Um, something that I see a lot in Instagram bios is people saying like, Oh, I live in, um, I live in Ohio and I have three kids and I have a dog and I love cheeseburgers. And it's like, (laughs) that's awesome. We love you for that. (laughs) But that doesn't help people understand how you can serve them. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my basic. (laughs) That's such a great, like this morning I was searching on Instagram. I'm looking around for maybe an integrator or a launch strategist. And I'm like, why aren't these people using these titles in their Instagram profile? Because that's how I search for people. That's how I found my Pinterest VA because she had it in her profile. That's how our market is searching for Um, people to help them is on Pinterest or Instagram. So we have to be using the words that we're searching for. Like, I don't care if you like cheeseburgers. That's like you said, that's great. (laughs) But I want to know if you can help me with my business. That's all I want to know. That's all I care about. Like how how you do it doesn't matter. Just tell me that you can help me. That's it. Yes. Yeah. And this is all coming back to basically what we've already said. Like, the very foundation of writing good copy and attracting your people is being able to clearly articulate who you serve, how you help them and what kind of results they achieve by working with you. So once you get that nailed down, then anytime you go to create a sales page or a social media post or whatever, it's like, you know who you're speaking to and you can understand what they need to hear in order to be, Oh, this person understands me. And I, I want to know more. Uh, I want to follow them. I want to get on their list, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want to get to the point where people start telling you that you're in their head or you're reading their mind. And that's when you know your copy is really good. Yeah. And I have a couple of tips, quick tips I can share on how to to do that easily. So anytime that you're on the phone with a potential client, or if you're just doing a coffee chat or something with somebody, pay attention to what they say when you ask, you know, well, what is it that you're struggling with? And what is it that you want? And what is it that's preventing you from having what you want? And write down exactly what they say, not paraphrased, Mm -hmm. but in, in their words. So when they describe about how like, you know, they're working full time and they've got kids and they don't have time to eat healthy. And in the morning, it's just this grab a coffee, you know, grab a pastry and then sit on their butt at the office all day. Um, You want to write those specific things down and then use those examples in your copy. And then people are like, holy crap, that's exactly what I do. (laughs) So yeah, that's like the quick way to really get in the head of your of your people with your so what if you have never what if you have you're just a baby in this space Mm -hmm. and you've never talked with a client or a student at all what Mm -hmm. can you do just to get started yeah so there's a couple things one you can pay attention in other people's facebook groups go to where your uh, ideal client is hanging out and then just look and see what they're what they're sharing and what they're saying let's say uh, you're a coach for Uh, moms and you help them with their health like go into mom Facebook groups 
and see what people are talking about when it comes to their health. Um, if you, another thing you can do is actually identify people who you think might be like your ideal client and just say, Hey, like, um, I'm starting this business and I'm looking to talk with a few people. Like there's no pitching or obligation, but would you mind getting on the phone so I can just have a, you know, ask mm -hmm. you a few questions. Um, I did that in when I had my health coaching business and it helped, it helped a lot. That's a really good idea. I also, um, we'll go and look at book reviews in Amazon and see mm -hmm. what the complaints are about books because yes. then I feel like maybe I could help with that. And then those, those are struggles to me and keep a spreadsheet of all of that stuff that you hear and see, um, or yeah. even go in comments on blog posts and notice the questions people are asking. And those are like legit statements from real people. So don't just, I think people make it too complicated. I think that's mm -hmm. the problem. Yeah. Definitely and I think too big. Yeah. And I think, you know, you were asking about people, things that people struggle with. I think everybody thinks that they have to come up with all this language, but the reality is that you want to be using what your people are saying as your copy. You don't want to be making it all up yourself because what you think people think is not necessarily what they're at, what they actually think. So. Mm, that's a really good point. So do you, are there some things that you just see in this, in like, let's say the coaching space, for example, that are kind of like cringeworthy to you? Like, oh, I see this all the time. I wish I could just tell them nicely, hey, let's not say things this way. Or is there something like you see like trends out there that you wish you could just have like a magic wand and change? There are a few things. Um, one I sort of touched on already, which is just everybody sort of sounding the same. Mm -hmm. uh, there are buzzwords in every industry. And when you load your copy up with all those buzzwords, you just blend in with everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so talking about like, you know, being authentic and um, I, I have like a list of words that I try to avoid when I write copy <laughs> for other people because I want to be more, I want their copy to stand out. Um, but things like that, I think that that is a big thing uh, for people. And then, you know, there are other sort of marketing tactics, I think that are, people often are well-meaning, but it's just not, mm, to me, it's a little iffy. So like using fake urgency, you know, like if you have an evergreen course and you say that there's limited spots, you know, mm -hmm. it's a way to get people in like mm -hmm. in your closing emails, things like that, where it's like, that's actually not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah. I'm, PDFs have a, like a limit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be, <laughs> but I don't think that's the case. <laughs> So, so yeah, like old school um, salesman kind of stuff is, is a turnoff in our space, basically. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, like, too. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people also struggle in um, like right when you come onto somebody's site on a coach's site and like there's too much. I think people worry about simplifying their site, like you say, like niching down. So I always say like right on, right before anybody can scroll, make sure you have exactly who you help and how you help them right there. Like that's a good tip, I believe. Um, what do you think um, could make that easier? That's so, that's such a big struggle for people just to say, I help 
this person do this? Do you have any like freebies that people could sign up for that would help them get their message clear or um, build something on their website to make them feel more confident in who they are and who they're speaking to? So I do have a free guide that walks you through kind of five steps, um, kind of five basic steps. Some of them we've touched on here uh, that can be applied to really any copy that you write just to make it clear, to make sure it's speaking to your people. Um, I haven't created anything that specifically says like how to do, how to basic, how to create your one liner. Like this is who I am, who I serve and what I, how I help them. Um, But maybe I will. That'd be a really good idea. And because <laughs> I think that's just people just want framework and like just tell me what to do and I'll do it. But mm-hmm. I think it's also really important to be flexible with your statement because you're gonna grow. Just like, you know, if you if you would have claimed your statement years ago, well, it wouldn't have fit well, it wouldn't align with what you did because you were a completely different business back then. But you mm-hmm. grew into this person only because you stepped in years ago, right? So people don't have, I think the pressure to be perfect with your statement um, should just be taken off because it's holding so many people back. Agreed. I think that in general, everyone's business is going to sort of grow and evolve. Uh, You're, you know, part of being an entrepreneur is testing and tweaking and changing things. And so new ideas will come and, you know, things may shift and that's completely okay. Um, you know, your statement can evolve uh, as you do. So yeah, I mean, the idea that it's going to ever be exactly perfect. I mean, it's just not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's okay. You know, as long as as long as what you are putting out there is, you know, speaking to the people that you want to work with and and helping your business grow, like that's the number one thing. And the only way you're ever going to like know if that's the case is if you put things out, you Mm -hmm. know, like you have to just put it out there and see how it goes and then you can test and you can tweak and you can Mm -hmm. change. But um, I think too many people do get caught up in the, Oh my gosh, I want this to be perfect. And then they don't, they don't share because they're afraid that it's not. Yep. They're afraid of um, being rejected and it sounding stupid or whatever comes up, but I think also a really good thing to remember is to just take action and stop freaking out about something so simple. Like when do, once you make it simple, then that's when people are attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Like, like you say, like don't shove a bunch of words in there that are just clogging up your message. Just be really simple. Agreed. Yeah. I think that that's another thing. A lot of people think that copy should be that it has to be really clever and really like clarity trumps cleverness every time um because like if your people don't understand if there's even like for a second you know our attention spans online are so short if there's any confusion people will click away Mm -hmm. totally definitely agree especially in our space there's there's ways to stand out in our space and it's just by being clear with your message so um what other tips do you have for coaches before we wrap up? This is all really good stuff. Um, I would say, I mean, we focused on kind of the fundamentals already. I would say that, you know, once you do have kind of like you've chosen your niche and you've started to speak to that ideal client and you start to work with people, um, the next step is to make sure that you're 
really documenting like the results that people are getting because social proof is like one of the most powerful ways to help you market and grow your business. Um, so, you know, just make sure that you are reaching out for those testimonials and, you know, asking people to share their results because when you can add that into your copy, it becomes so much more powerful. Mm -hmm. It really does. Um, do you have any tips for asking for testimonials for a copy? I know that's always, people don't know what to say or even how to ask, like, here's a framework for the testimonial that I want you to give me. That's always a thing for me too. Yeah. So I'm actually in the process of creating a guide about this. Um, so I think by the time this episode comes out, it should be ready. Uh, but basically you you never want to just say, Hey, like, can you write me a testimonial? Because people, they don't know what to write. They mm -hmm. don't know what to say. Um, so I always recommend either sending them a short questionnaire with like very specific questions that they can answer. And then mm -hmm. you put together their words into the testimonial, or you can say, Hey, let's jump on zoom or Skype and ask them the questions and get it on video, mm -hmm. uh, which can be really powerful as well. So um, but basically, the, the simple formula is, where were you before we started working together? What did, how did you grow or change during the experience? And what have you achieved as a result of us working together? Like, those are like sort of the three parts. Perfect. Yeah, I think sometimes you get like a, I have a lot of long testimonials, and they're amazing. But they do, they do cover that, like where they were. Um, what they were going through and then what happened to them when they after they went through the program with me or whatever it was and that just shows people like okay that's where I am this and this is where I want to go so I could totally relate to them mm -hmm. so that's really important to get across yeah definitely show people what's possible yes exactly because otherwise we're just going to blend in in all the beige and don't be afraid to be yourself and stand out and bring some clarity to the words that you write. Do you have any like recommended books as well? I think a lot of my listeners love to hear recommended books. Yeah. Um, so most of the copywriting stuff that I read is not actually in book form. Uh, mm. There's a, there's a website called copyhackers.com. Oh. Uh, some of the best copywriters in the world write for that site and share all kinds of tips for all kinds of levels. Um, it's pretty nerdy, but <laughs> it's really great. Awesome. So that's my recommendation. That's a really good one. I've never been there. Um, I recommend some books, but that is a great tip. I've never heard that one. So definitely check that out. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Or um, I also want to be sure we can um, grab your freebies. Where can we find those? Yeah, definitely. So they'll be available on christinebluebaugh.com. Uh, can, can you spell your last name? Yeah, absolutely. It's B-L-U-B-A-U-G-H. Perfect. Uh, and I'll share the links with you um, as well. If people are on the site, they can click. And yeah, and then I, that's my website. And then I also am on Instagram. So there'll be some links there. And it's at Christine Bluebaugh over there as well. And Christine with a C-H. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. So we can put all that stuff in the show notes and on the website. I'll, we'll link everything up um, 
thank you so much. This was great. I think everyone's really going to enjoy listening to this because this is all something that um, we all have in the back of our minds. Like my copy could be better. Um, how can we work with you personally? If like, we're like, I don't want to do this at all. I want just Christine to do this for me. Like I did. How do we do that? Absolutely. So you can go to my website um, and either fill out the contact form or there's uh yeah, that's probably the easiest way. Just fill out the contact form. Let me know kind of what it is that you're working on uh, and what you might want some help with. And then I'll reach out and we can see if it's a good fit. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Christine. Thank you. It's been fun. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information, how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business. So I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.